amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. Okay. I believe we're live. I always, uh, I've, I've come on way too early. I've come on way too late. And there's that awkward like pause of like, wait, are we live? Are we live? Are we live? Uh, so welcome everyone. This is, uh, this is actually really exciting for me because we're going to hear about Amber's story today. You know, uh, I actually don't know the answer to, to most or all of these questions. So it felt like it was time to, to kind of open it up as to who Amber is beyond just being the new CEO of Modern Yoga Teacher and hear about her yoga journey, her life story, you know, how, what brought her to here, what, what her vision is, what, what gets her enthusiastic and passionate about doing this. So why don't we just start off simple and just start with, you know, tell us about really what, what inspired you to become a yoga teacher member? Yeah, I think that we could be here. Um, <laughs> we, we could be here for quite a while, but to keep it short and sweet, um, the story that I really share a lot on social media and just with my, my community is when I was like 18, 19, I was, my dad had just passed away from cancer and um, when I was 17. And so from the time I was 17 until 19, um, I was just on this journey of like, who am I? What, what am I doing here? And why does this hurt so bad? It just hurt so bad. And it didn't seem fair. And it didn't seem right. And it took me on a party. <laughs> it took me on a party um, where I was really just going to music festivals, traveling with every Grateful Dead cover band that I could think of. <laughs> when, <laughs> when a friend of mine was like, hey, you should come to this hot yoga practice with me. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. I had been trying to go to the gym, be healthy, change my diet, my whole life really. And I hated it. I hated the gym. I hated fitness. I hated exercise. And it was the one place um, when I went to this hot yoga practice that I just felt like I could be myself. I didn't have to try out. Um, growing up, I tried out for every sport, basketball, volleyball, soccer, all of them. And I failed at every single one of them. And I wasn't accepted. Whereas in yoga, it was like, I was 40 pounds overweight, really heavy. And it was the one place where I just felt like myself. And that took me on from 2008, which when I was about 19, um, I just started doing so much yoga. I went to all the hot yoga. I, I call yoga like the gateway drug because it got me hooked and it kept me coming back. And it was just like this place where it was like, I started eating healthier. I started meditating. I stopped drinking because like, who can wake up with a hangover and meditate, like focusing, you know, the brain hurts. Um, so it got me sober. It got me happy. And that was my mantra um, in the time that I had lost my dad. I just want to be happy. I just wanted to be happy. And yoga made me happy. And so when I finally took my yoga teacher training, it actually happened. There I was again, you know, hula hooping at music festivals. 
And I was able to do like back bends and headstands with the hula hoop on my foot. And it just like was pushing me to keep trying these things that were like literally impossible for me at one time. And I was like, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. I want to, I want to change the world with yoga because of like just the connection that it had given me to my life and my purpose and the confidence that it had given me. And, you know, that was about a five-year journey of being a student before I actually stepped into like the deeper desire to start teaching yoga. Wow. Wow. And, and you just, again, everybody, I, I know, I don't know really any of that story. I mean, I, I almost feel shameful for, for not knowing that and digging deeper. I, again, I just, I always just felt your passion and this is why you're, you're here where you're at. Um, it, there's so much to unpack there. I mean, again, like, to to cut, try to get into sports, it didn't quite work out in high school. Then to get into yoga where you felt accepted for who you are, and it just kind of happened naturally. It just really, it, it, it reminds me that, you know, what, what do we often see within yoga? We see these extreme poses. We see this, this acrobatic yoga. And if you're a yoga teacher who uses that in your, in your social media, I don't have any judgment. All I know is that the I think the key is just to get people to class and to keep, have them come back and just to, to, you know, just little a little bit at a time and let the yoga do its magic. And so, uh, I mean, thank you for sharing that. That's I mean, uh, yeah, it's very vulnerable. I, I just I love that story. So tell me, like you went from being kind of in this hurt position with your father to finding yoga, to getting inspired, to still going to music festivals. So then where was the transition to actually becoming a yoga teacher? Yeah, when I decided to become a yoga teacher, I, I too was sharing all the acrobatic photos and, you know, the arm balances and the handstands. And it's, for me, it's like what it actually meant to, to go from what was impossible to possible. And I think that's what yoga shows us is that it doesn't matter where you are. And I think for me, from someone coming from like, when I was 14, when I was 17, you know, I, I tried to commit suicide um, and, and really leave this world. And then to find yoga and go from where I was to where I am now, it's like the possibility of what can happen. And so when I had this desire is like, if I can create this life of happiness and fulfillment that I want to be able to teach. And so when I became a yoga teacher, I committed to not drinking and committed to not smoking weed anymore. I really got into this place of like, I'm going to be a devoted student. And that's where I found myself. I had dropped out of college to study yoga. And that took like a lot of guts because wow. my dad, the one thing to be proud of me was he was like, if you get married, make sure he goes to college, make sure you go to college. And so for me to leave college and go to study yoga, it was like, what will my dad think of me? And it was at this time, I was the flower hippie child in my community and in, in my, my parents growing up, like, like my family around, just like, what will other people think? And so I sold everything I owned and I moved to Colorado to follow this dream to become a yoga teacher. And I say this a lot in my social media content and in the, the way in which I share my story is everyone thought I was crazy. And then, you know, five years later, it's like, oh my gosh, can I come to Costa Rica now and do retreats with you? So it was like, 
I was the weird one, the one that took the leap, but the one that like followed the heart of like, there's something here for me in yoga. And I think that's the unfolding in our lives is when we can trust what it is that's calling us and we go towards it, you know, it's oftentimes not the path to success, but it's your path to success. So for me, I really had to do things the untraditional way and continue to find myself in those moments of unfolding. And when I sold everything I owned and I moved to Colorado to become a yoga teacher, I thought that was it. I was like, Colorado, I love this place. I love the food. I love the community. Is like, you know, you've been in Colorado. A lot of people listening, they know what Colorado's like. It's it's the heart. And so being in Colorado, I was teaching 16 yoga classes a week, right? So I went from being a yoga teacher to like, I'm going to teach every type of yoga there was. I was doing paddleboard yoga, aromatherapy yoga, hula hoop yoga, partner yoga, beginner yoga, acrobatic yoga. I mean, I taught every single yoga class that there possibly could be because I was like, I want to change the world. I was teaching at yoga studios. I was teaching at gyms. I was teaching at community college in Fort Collins. What is the college there called? Front Range Community College. And so I taught everywhere and I taught every type of yoga because I was so dedicated to becoming a successful yoga teacher. Wow. (laughs) I feel like right now it is like a hose of passion just coming out of you like this this is and i again i don't know the story but i know that you lived in colorado because we, we have that connection and uh, yeah colorado is absolutely amazing so where were you before colorado i was in iowa that's where i grew up ah interesting so what was it about colorado that 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 was like i need to go there to become a yoga teacher Well, it was my sister was dating some guy um, in Colorado and she's like, let's go. And at that same time, when I was, you know, yoga, it just gives you everything that you need. And sometimes you're not ready for it. But I had been in a relationship for seven and a half years. And like we were, I needed to split up with him. That was like, yoga always does this to me. It takes away that person in my life because I'm growing past them. So I dropped out of college, I sold everything I owned and I moved away from you know my seven and a half year relationship. And my sister's like, well, come with me, I'm in Colorado. And so that's where she was. And I knew Col- um, in Colorado, it was a really big place for the yoga hub. And it was just the unfolding. This is, I mean, this, this uh, you know, I'll, I'll be very candid, like with, with everybody watching this or watches the recording, you know, Amber and I, you know, discussed like maybe what some of the questions would be. We didn't discuss what the answers would be, but we also wanted to keep it free flowing. And, and, and really what comes up for me, like, is the amount of risks that you were willing to take to go after what you love. And there's a lot of people on this that will listen to this and they'll resonate with it. There are a lot of people that, that, that maybe won't. They're like, oh my God, she was so crazy. Like, that's so amazing like that she did that, but I can't imagine myself doing that. And maybe we'll get to it later on, but like, there's just so much of this, this path about following your heart and, and some of it won't make sense to the people around you. It won't, they'll think you're effing crazy for wanting to move to Colorado to pursue being a yoga teacher, selling your possessions, you know, like dropping out of college. But, you know, can, can you speak to more of that, of the, your intuition and your willingness to take risks, you know, to, to maybe someone who's maybe on the fence of they are maybe in a corporate career or they're holding down like three jobs, but their ultimate goal is to become a full-time yoga teacher or even maybe they're full-time, but they're just not getting to that next level. Like, what, can you offer any advice 
just in terms of following your heart and taking those risks. Yeah, it's actually something I just created a post, uh, a reel on this on Instagram. And it was one that I got the most DMs because for me, my life, and I, I didn't realize it till now has been about taking really big risks because from that moment, my heart was like, move to Costa Rica and lead retreats, start a retreat business. And I sold everything I own to move to Costa Rica where minimum wage is $3 an hour. I had no idea how it was going to work. It was just this desire. And then like I had to leave a relationship while I was here because he wasn't the one for me. And then that's when I started mm. to travel the world. And that's when I found you and I went online. It was just like that desire for more impact. And then some people that are listening have followed my story. Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't. It's like I had to gain 30 pounds to heal from hypothalamic amenorrhea because I was so yogi that like I wasn't eating enough. I was over exercising and my body went into shock. And the only way to combat from that was to gain a lot of weight. So my body felt safe. Then I got pregnant and I had my baby. So without that risk of like listening to the doctor that for years, they're like, you need more weight, you need more weight. And that was like against the norm of like, no, gaining weight isn't healthy. That's not what I need. And it was what, you know, gave me my son. And then I took all of my life savings, invested in modern yoga teacher. Then I took all of my life, life savings, invested into a business project here, like just constantly taking risks. And like what I was saying in the Instagram post is just like, it never takes away the fear. It's like, I was scared and I did it anyway. And I love yoga because it gives us the tools to anchor into what it is we desire, the clarity in our mind, the ability to know what it is we want. And it's like, if you pull tarot cards or you have signs from the universe or God or whatever you align to, the sign keeps coming, the message keeps coming, or you keep picking the same card and it doesn't go away. And that's what yoga gives us, the time to sit, to be with ourselves, to listen to those messages, and the person that takes action gets to see, like me, that it gets to be so much better than you could have even imagined. Like when I took the dream to work with you, it was like, I was a yoga teacher, trainer, facilitator. I did that for two years. And after two years of hosting 15 to 24 people in one month, every single month, I was tired. And I was capped like I couldn't, I couldn't make any more money. And I was the one doing everything. I was the one running the show, but I wasn't the business owner. And I was like, I need to reach more people. I need to impact more lives. And that's when my friend introduced me to at the time, grow yoga biz and modern yoga teacher. And then this dream was birthed of like my own business. And I was so scared. I remember like I had invested in a 300 hour yoga teacher training and in the modern yoga, grow yoga biz at the same night. The next day I told my friend, like, I don't know if I can do this. And just to see like what unfolded in those, those big leaves is like yoga is going to give you what you need to see and your ability to take action, you're going to see on the other side that it's so much more than you can dream of. Because even if you thought, where will I be in three years? Even if you tried to plan where I'll be in five years, you're gonna get there and you're gonna realize it looks nothing like you thought. And the only thing that's stopping you or anyone listening from having what they desire is not taking action. And something about me is if you notice in my YouTube videos and my marketing is that I take messy action. I am not a perfectionist. I am going to create, <laughs> create, 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 and it's messy. It's messy. <laughs> uh, well, I can attest to that because I mean, uh, again, just so everybody knows, uh, just a, a moment of clarity for those of you that have come on maybe in the last just two years, we were originally 
we were grow your business dot yoga. Then like I had a, a I just I, social media never had really been my thing. And this is why Amber is so amazing. She's probably created more social media content in the last like two and a half months than I did in seven years. I mean, it's 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 amazing. But I had a social media consultant that was working for me at the time and we were she wanted to be on Twitter. She's like, we should be on Twitter. I was like, all right, sure. So Twitter, you know, you have a maximum amount of characters that you can use for your username. So it was she used grow yoga biz and I was like grow yoga biz. I was like, that sounds so like cheesy, but there's something catchy about it. Grow yoga biz, grow yoga biz. And so I was like, you know what? I don't think this dot yoga is going to catch on. So we we rebranded to grow yoga biz. And then on February 14th of 2020, I believe so 2020, we rebranded to modernyogateacher.com because the goal was to really to kind of just encapsulate what it is that we who we wanted to inspire and want to work with the yoga teacher of today and tomorrow. But um, I want to get back to the story. Um, it's incredible the amount of risk that you've, you've taken. I did not know that you were doing a 300 hour while you were also doing the yoga mastermind coaching program. That's freaking ridiculous. Like that's, wow, that's, that's a lot of work. I mean, the program itself was a lot of work. So to go through those two things at the same time, I mean, I have mad, mad respect for you. So take me through that process. Like, again, let's go back to kind of like a, let's be, I guess, a little bit linear. So you're in Colorado. What prompted you to move to Costa Rica? Was it this job opportunity? No, it was me and my partner had been together four years and he was like, Hey, come with me to Costa Rica. I want to take you to the beach. You can do handstands on the beach. He knew I loved handstands and he knew I loved the beach. So he took me to the beach and I fell in love with surfing. And after that, that was in 2013. I had just become a yoga teacher the year before. And we're like, okay, let's move to Costa Rica. We'll build out a retreat center and have a sustainable farm and we'll live happily ever after. And so we spent four years. I literally worked from 6 a.m. until 11 p.m. at night, saving my life away, like teaching 16 yoga classes a week, working two part-time jobs. I just worked. I didn't do anything else um, but work to save to move to Costa Rica. And something that I learned in that experience was that I could have left right away, but instead I was afraid. And out of that fear, I stayed safe and I worked my life away. And I did what my dad did. My dad was working for retirement because when he was going to retire, that's when his life was going to start. And so when I finally got to Costa Rica and I seen, I moved here and I started making more money working less hours than I was there. And I was like, I could have moved here a long time ago. I started making so much more being a yoga teacher and um, a massage therapist. And that was an accident in and of itself that I became a massage therapist and how that unfolded. But it was out of the fear, I stayed where I was for four years working my life away because I wasn't listening to the desire. And that was a really big lesson for me is that you can go sooner than you think and you're never going to be ready. It's, it's a blessing in disguise because I learned and now I don't try to sit on safety because I know that safety is just keeping me where I am and farther away from what I truly want. And I also believe in the divine timeline that when you're meant to grow, when you're meant to do it, that's when it happens. There's never a moment that's wrong. It's we're on a life path, left, right, forward, back. And wherever you grow, it's I needed to learn that in that decision that I made. 
Yeah, your ability to take risks. I mean, good Lord, you you just took risk after risk after risk, but it just sounded like you were listening to your heart all the way along and, and just had faith, obviously, in the the yoga process and, and in yourself. Like it's it really it does. It inspires me. It does. I mean, it's it's. Um... So you go to Costa Rica, you start teaching for a teacher training. So this like, from what you've told me is that this woman basically was, she was marketing her teacher trainings and you were the core teacher. And how long did you do that for? Yeah, so when I ended up, this relationship did not live happily ever after. And so when I decided to leave this relationship, I was like, I'm going to do what I said I've always wanted to do. and I'm going to travel the world. And so in that moment, I went and traveled. And I was like, am I meant to be in Costa Rica? I don't know. Was I there for him? Was I there for that dream? And so when I left him, I was leaving this dream of the retreat center and the farm and everything that we had for four years and five and a half years. And it was really hard for me to figure out where I was meant to be. And so in that time I traveled the world, I went to seven countries and four different and four months. And I taught retreats and teacher trainings and I accidentally came back to Costa Rica. It just keeps calling me here. I was in the global pandemic in India. I wanted to move to Bali and Bali wasn't allowing anyone in. And it brought me back here to Costa Rica where then I had a baby and I got married. So it was like, Costa Rica just keeps calling me back even when I think I'm going to leave. So after this travel, I sat down in uh, meditation at a new moon ceremony with myself. And I was just like, make 75% of your income from yoga. And I had to set a hardcore boundary with massage because I had so many clients that loved me. And I was like, okay, only to my friends. And then it became like, that was too much of my time. I was like, no more massage. So on 2019, uh, January, I was no more massage. And in that December that I had this new moon ritual, I was sending out emails to other yoga teacher trainings in the area asking if they needed an assistant because I had just been an assistant in Bali for a yoga teacher training. And I was like, maybe there's somewhere in Costa Rica that I could do this. Um, in December, she said no. And that's something about me too, is like, I'm going to do whatever it takes for it to work. It doesn't matter how. And so when I moved to Costa Rica, I sent out hundreds of emails to all these hotels trying to teach yoga for them. And so I did the same thing for yoga teacher trainings. And this woman's like, no, I'm sorry, but we're full. And then the following month, she sent me a message and said, hey, my lead facilitator bailed. Can you come and support me? And that led to a two-year relationship where I led 22 yoga teacher trainings in that amount of time with her and for her business. And it's, we still have a relationship, you know, I teach for her students now and I'll do the business side and how, how to sell out retreats. And um, we still have a really strong relationship. It was just like, I, my heart was calling for more and leaving that dream job was really scary because I was like, what if it doesn't work out in my business? But it was just like, I was tired. And I remember thinking at one point, is this all? And I think that what happens for me in the yoga path is that the meditation and the yoga, it doesn't matter if I stop practicing for a month or a few months, it always calls me back. Just like, I can't get away from it like Costa Rica. And I think it's just because it's a part of who I've become. It's how I healed. And they talk about in the yoga sutras, like there is a piggy bank of your practice. And when that piggy bank becomes empty, it calls you back to fill it up. And I know what happens and who I become without it. And I know who I am with it. And so the, the same thing happens in my life off of the mat. It's like, okay, Amber, there's something more. 
And I talk about this in, in one of my trainings that I'll be sending out uh, later this week, but it's, oh no, can I do this? I'm here again in this moment and it's the fear. And then it's like, okay, you know what happens. Just come back to faith, come back to meditation, come back to journaling, come back to that connection to the divine creator. And that's something I think that yoga has given me and it's given anyone that chooses to practice the reminder that you are in control of who you become and the life that you create. And it gives you the tools to move through heartbreak, grief, loss. And it also gives you happiness. It gives you fulfillment. It gives you like super soul connection to something so much greater than we can even see here. It's just, I'm just sitting here and I just, it's just, it's just passion. It's just passion coming out of your voice. I, I, I've, again, I've never asked you this, 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 to this in depth about your, your, your past history with yoga. And, uh, as I said, it inspires me. It really does inspires me how much risk you've been willing to take, put yourself out there. Uh, obviously going through breakups, you know, is difficult by itself, but then moving to a new location and just following your heart. I mean, good Lord. I mean, you, you put so much faith, obviously in this path that it's, it's really, really beautiful. I don't remember anything about the piggy bank in the yoga sutras. I'm sure it was probably phrased a little bit differently, but, um, it makes a lot of sense, obviously with, uh, you've, you've accumulated so much of your personal practice that it's, it's there, it's, it's stored you know, that you can draw from. Um, curious, the Bali, where, would it, where did you actually teach in Bali? Was it at the uh, yoga tree or what's, tell me where did you teach? Curious. Yoga barn. Yes. Yeah, in Ubud. Mm -hmm. It's like a landmark for yogis that yeah. want to go international, especially for Bali. Yeah. Uh, Bali is like a living Instagram for yoga. <laughs> like it's just, <laughs> it really is. It's, uh, it's, I, I encourage anyone that, that wants to, uh, you know, just see what Bali's about, go to Ubud. You will be in the Mecca of yoga. Kuta is, is, it's just a weird, it's, it's a beautiful Island, but it is also one of the most weird dynamics ever. Cause it takes just to go from the airport to Ubud is only like 13 miles, but it takes you sometimes an hour and a half to go that uh, 13 miles. It's crazy. It's a, it's a beautiful island, but uh, definitely has some dynamics that I'm not used to. Um, so what was it you're, you're teaching for this, this uh, teacher training? And again, you've got a new cohort coming in every month, you know, so you're, you're still working your ass off and you decide like, I'm going to do something different. And you, you join the yoga mastermind coaching program. What, what was it that, that prompted you again to, to, to make that decision? And then kind of talk about the, the results of when you basically joined that course. Yeah. So I was in the teacher trainings, uh, thinking, okay, now I want to shift my energy back to my original goal. I want to fill out my retreats. I had been leading one retreat a year, but I knew nothing about marketing and living in the jungle. You don't have regulars. You don't have a student base that you can constantly market to. So I was like, I need to shift my energy and learn how to show up online in a more strategic way. 
And in that, my friend recommended you. Um, she recommended Ryan Wakwa from the Yoga Journal Conference. And so I watched your webinar. And as I joined that, the idea for me, it was like going through and creating a program of how you got to where you are today. And for me, that's when the, the story came through of teaching people how to have a daily yoga practice and what it meant to live your yoga on and off the mat. It's something that I had branded for my retreats. And I was like, what if I take the outline of my retreat and turn it into a program? And so I took mm. the outline of my retreat and I turned it into a program. Then I turned it into a living yoga journal. And so I have a living yoga journal that goes for an entire year, teaching people how to live a yoga, uh, yoga lifestyle and have a daily practice. Um, and in that, I sold over 500 copies of that journal. And I've worked with over 125 women just in the Live Your Yoga mentorship in itself. I did that for two and a half years before I was like, okay, there's something, there's something more here for me. And what I really love is the intention of joining the Yoga Mastermind was to fill my retreats. But I accidentally started an online business. And what I love so much is like, you can't fulfill yoga online. Yes, I teach yoga online. I have YouTube videos, but there's nothing like in-person connection. So what I did was create a package, go through the Live Your Yoga Mentorship, and then come to the retreat. What happened, pot, uh, plot pivot or universe protecting me, I remember when someone was like, well, if you can sign four clients a month and fill out your program, will you still do retreats? And I was like, yes, of course, this is, this is why I'm doing this. And then COVID happened. And at that moment, COVID happened. I was in India at a yogic ashram getting um, Pachakarma cleanse, massages every day. Um, and I was propelled with the idea to go back to the USA because Costa Rica closed its borders or stay in the ashram. And at that moment, my business was ready. I was ready to start showing up marketing and selling my program. And I was only in an ashram. So all I did was meditate yoga and show up online and help people. And in that moment, I was like, I did it. I made it. You know, I'm in India. I had students in Bali, London, Canada, Hawaii, the United mm -hmm. States. And I was like, this is amazing. This is so cool. And so what happened is like, I continued to run my online business. The world's open again. Now I'm leading retreats and it's made selling out my retreats so much more efficient because I'm building authentic relationships every single day online in the content. And for me, I've been posting online since 2012, sharing my story, sharing my heart, but I wasn't doing it in a strategic way. So I wasn't getting clients. I was posting handstands and intense poses with a really beautiful story, but there was no like call to action. What's next? How can I help you? Who is this for? And so learning how to grow an online business, I really got to get clear on how to make it more intentional and do it in a more strategic way where I wasn't online all the time. And I know for yoga teachers, being online all the time is not a dream, but it is an extension of your teachings. And it's something that you can do in little amount of time if you learn how. And so for me, it was just the evolution of being able to have both magic in-person retreats and also online that allows me to have what my goal was since I started yoga is like impact more lives, reach more people. And the internet is an amplification. And it's what I look at as like a tool. Yoga is a tool. Social media is a tool. And both can be 
healthy if we do it in the right way with the right intentions. And I've been in an imbalanced place with my yoga practice, as I mentioned earlier, and I've also been at an imbalanced place with social media. And so really being able to find how to use these tools in a really balanced way where I just made a post. I know I make a lot of posts, but yesterday I just made a post on how like, I don't do yoga every day. I don't meditate every day. And yes, in the yoga sutras, it's differently, but basically it talks about compounding interest. And the more yoga that you do, the more it compounds, just like money in the bank account, it compounds. But like, if you don't keep putting money in there, you stay where you are. The more money that you put in there, the more that it grows. The same in our practice, the more attention, the more time, the more energy that you give to who you are by yourself, the more that that grows. And so, yeah, it's just been an evolution of having really big impact at not the cost of a lot of time. Yes, time, I work a lot. I do, I work a lot, but not all day. Well, I, I think you actually have a pretty balanced life. I mean, from, from, from the last three months that we've been working together, you, you obviously take time to, to be a mom. You take time. I mean, good Lord, you, you actually base your schedule around surfing. So <laughs> let's, let's be real. This woman has complete balance when it comes to her schedule. You know, I'm trying to... I find that I'll tell the story because this is, it's interesting how Amber got started on this path of wanting to help not just yoga teachers, but also those who want to become like online coaches. And she was started to post in our, our Facebook group, the one that, you know, how to grow your, your yoga business our private Facebook group, she started posting. And I remember getting a comment from my operations manager. She's like, Amber's trying to market to our, to our, our Facebook group, blah, blah, blah. You need to put a stop to this. It's something like that. And I, I remember reaching out to you and I was like, Amber, are you trying to market to like our, our, our audience? And you're like, no, I'm just sharing from my heart. I'm like, I'm just sharing information. I'm like, well, is there a call to action? You know, like to get in touch with you. You're like, no, there's no call to action. I'm just giving. And I was like, wow, that's really cool. And that just made, because again, I'll tell you, like for, for anyone that pursues yoga and, you know, really grows their business, there are times when you're going to get hurt sometime. And, and what I mean by that is we've had students of ours. We've had coaches that even worked for our company that would market in like to our, our, our client base or to, to our, our email list or to our, our, our Facebook or our Instagram. I don't know why I bring that up, but I'm just saying that there are absolutely challenges that come with running a business, of course, that you don't even expect. But again, as Amber kind of alluded to earlier, is that when you do what you love and you follow your heart, you create a life that most people only dream about. They're just like, how do you do what you do? And there are moments when it is really difficult. You know, when I started this, this company, like it, it was one of the, it was the hard, it probably was the, the, at the time, the hardest thing that I'd ever done. And it's, but that's where we are, we're, we're right here and the vision we have for our life and for our yoga business is here. And we often have to go through challenges in order to accomplish, to become that person that accomplishes that vision. 
And sometimes that's just saying yes to I'm going to do this full time. Like I'm going to do yoga 75% of the time. Now I'm going to do yoga 100% of the time. At some point, you got to go all in. Because if you got a plan B, you're taking away from plan A. That was Les Brown that said that. Um, I really love that you talked about not doing yoga or meditating on a daily basis because, you know, in some ways we do, we put yoga in a box, we put gurus in a box, we put like labels on people, we, we, we feel like they have to fit this idea of what we think yoga is. It's one of the reasons I've been blasted as a yoga marketing and business coach for so many freaking years, like all of our Facebook ads, but like there was a lot of love, but there was a lot of hate because they're like, you're, you're what's wrong with yoga. Yoga is not about money. And it was like, this has never been about just money for me. It was about to teach you how to actually reach more people so you could change more lives. And I know Amber obviously echoes that thought, but you know, I really love that you brought up the whole thing of, you know, that, what your personal practice is, and maybe it doesn't fit into the idea of what people think that your personal practice should be, what your shod, your sadhana should be. You know, it's the whole thing of shitting on ourselves. So I just needed to go off on a little tangent there. Tell me what your vision is for the future. Tell me, what do you see for, for, for modern yoga teacher? What, how do you see this evolving as, as the, the, the leader of this organization? Yeah, for me, it's always been, as you said, impact. I feel like making money has no meaning unless you give it meaning. And it's waking up to celebrating testimonials. And for me, at first, it was, I want to reach more people, impact more lives and give them yoga. And then when I realized, like I had mentioned in Colorado, I was teaching yoga classes galore. I talk about this a lot, making $6,000 a year and really that being it, teaching 16 classes a week and then to learn what I could do with yoga online. And I remember being really hesitant to become a yoga coach. And I still want to be more like a guide, a mentor, someone that's just like holding space for you to see your greatness, holding space for you to be reminded of your gifts and your skills and all that you already are. And when I seen what was possible for me as a yoga teacher and how I was able to amplify my impact as teaching what I've been through, teaching what I've learned, I get celebrating testimonials every single day from clients that went through the Live Your Yoga mentorship. And I was like, I want to give this to other teachers and to other guides. And I'm resistant to say just yoga teachers because some people are like, I don't know if I want to be a yoga teacher anymore because it's so hard to make an, a living. And is it even possible? And how much do I have to do? And so it's like, how can you take your life, your story, your gifts, your passions and help more people without putting yourself into some sort of box? Oh, she's back. I just, I just want to finish this thought is that uh, it is difficult sometimes being a yoga marketing business coach because people think they put yoga in a box of what they think yoga is. And that if you market it, if you're, 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 if you're selling quote unquote yoga, that you're, you're out of alignment in some ways, like that it's, that's not, this is not a part of the yoga path. And the reality is, is that yoga is about flexibility, not only in your, your, your body, but in your mind and, and allowing yoga to evolve. 
yoga is not the same thing that it was 2000 years ago when you had to to study with a guru and and they would you know uh, people would donate their money and their time and effort to the ashram or the, to the guru and support that we live in a different society these days and so if there's ever and i guess that maybe in this moment i'm just talking to the person who's just really felt maybe sometimes out of alignment with charging for your services you know it's sometimes the most difficult conversation for some yoga teachers when it comes to actually charging what they're worth and charging simply for their yoga so um i i i could go off on a different tangent that's a probably a different topic for a different day but amber welcome back um i was like oh shit oh shit go <laughs> i know i lived in costa rica i know what the internet's like so so please continue on because you were talking about more about your vision and um you know what you see for for modern yoga teacher yeah, you just brought up a couple of uh, things that came through for me. And so for me, something that I've just really transitioned into is like being afraid of the identity and who I'm going to be and what other people will think. I have one thing in mind and that's impact and to help others. And when you see that, like your, your life is a testimonial, all that you have, like we're born with certain gifts certain skills that like the universe just gave us that other people don't have. Then we have our life story. Then we have all that we invested into. And oftentimes we think another certificate, another training. And I like showing you that everything that you've been through your life and all that you've studied is already enough to start an online business. And why I say online business is I've been looking into research and 67% of people practice yoga from home. So you being able to have a yoga course or a yoga program or something that allows you to amplify your impact so that you can make sales in your sleep and have more impact while you're sleeping out with your family. For me, it's like really being able to build funnels and systems where it's like your course lives on. And something that I share that a lot of you really enjoyed was like how YouTube is a place to store your videos and impact and reach and videos that I put on before the pandemic are people are reaching out to me about those videos today and it goes to live on more than like social media and Facebook and so what I really just see is like as I continue to grow learn and evolve is like to share that with anyone that really wants to go all in on their vision long term because four years ago I was posting videos that are getting success today and it's like if you take messy action if you show up and if you go after what you're afraid of like it's going to be way better than you can even imagine because the conscious level that we're at right now, we don't even know what's going to happen when we take those fears. And for me, all the fears that I've taken have given me the confidence to keep taking fears. And just like all the people that have gone through my program allows me to see that like selling is a form of service. And I remember being so afraid to sell my services online. I remember being so afraid of like being able to get impact and is it going to be enough? And the more evidence that you have, the next message that you get. And what I love is being able to create a cohesive customer journey where they go from one program to the next, from one retreat, from one offer. I have clients that went through the Live Your Yoga Mentorship that came on a retreat that are now going through amplified impact that are then going through sold out retreats. And it's just like, we get to grow together 
And not every client will go through all of that, but your tribe that you're really building that really loves who you are based on your gifts, your skills, your passion, the way that you teach, what it is that you do, they're going to stick with you. And then they're going to go tell their friends about you. And oftentimes like my retreats are filled with my clients' friends. And so it's like really being able to hone in me, helping you hone in on what your gifts, your skills, your passions are so that you can create cohesive customer journey for your clients income so that you are able to invest in more studies. Like I can't, I can't tell you enough how much my life has changed investing in a place that like, I never thought I could actually invest, but the ROI just in who I became in that investment, let alone the skills that I have. And I'm still getting ROI on my yoga teacher training. I'm still getting ROI on the yoga mastermind. And I think that's what sometimes we look at is like, am I going to get my money back right now in two weeks? It's like, well, did you get that back in your yoga teacher training? Did you get that back? And, and it's like, even me now, it's like, I have a baby and he's compounding interest. I work a lot for him, but like the love that he gives me, it's a lifelong journey. And so I like to work with clients that are driven by impact and long-term vision, long-term, because you know that you're going to be here no matter what. It's like, for me, I knew no matter what I was going to give and teach yoga. I didn't know I was going to do it for free if I had to. And now that I know that you don't have to, and the results of it, I use, and I teach social media as an extension of your teachings and to let go of the labels and bring all the multi-passions in an organized way so that if you want to bring your Reiki in, if you want to bring in your massage, if you want to bring in retreats, if you want to do in person, it's like you get to be yourself. And that's something that I struggled with even since I was a young girl is like being able to be me and be accepted. And the online space is like, you get to create your own studio, your own platform. And there's millions of people. I think about my coach who has, you know, hundreds of people, 600 people in her programs. And then I go to Tony Robbins events and he had thousands of people in his programs. And it's like, there's enough for all of us. It's just, we have to hone in on who we are. And so my vision is just helping others really hone in on their magic to create their dream life. And not everyone wants to live in Costa Rica in the jungle, you know, but what is your vision? And a lot of times people tried to put me in a box and that didn't work for me. So how to break the box, get rid of the labels and just become all of that you are so that you can attract, attract your people, your tribe and be, be yourself. Well, you bring up, um, again, a really like incredible point because I'll tell you that this, this is for those that are listening is that this is, man, it, when you do put yourself out there in this way, where social media, you start running ads, you are going to get haters, no matter what you're, no matter what you're going to get people who are not, they do not like what you have to say. And you're not trying to be everyone's teacher. And, and this is, this is, I'll tell you, this is, this is something that's very like vulnerable for me, but it's just, I think it's very important for, for anyone that, uh, that really, again, grows their business that really wants to go all in and do this successfully is that you have to have the courage to speak to the heart of those that you feel called to serve, because a, a lot of people, you know, come from a state of lack. So they, they're like worried that if they, they speak to those who are there really are their ideal clients that they're not going to get enough business. So they need to go broad. And that's what I did. I went very broad. I said, if you're a yoga teacher, if you're a meditation instructor, if you're a retreat leader, if you use some form of yoga in your healing practice, 
this program is for you. And unfortunately, because I didn't have the courage to call out really like those who, for me, were decisive, they were courageously vulnerable, they're resourceful, you know, and they're really ready to go all in. That's who I felt called to serve, but I didn't have often the courage to say that. So because I didn't have the courage to say that, I would attract people that weren't necessarily the right fit. And there's, you know, that, that cliche, a rotten apple will spoil the bunch. If you do not have the courage to speak to ultimately who you want to serve, who speaks to your heart, if you don't have the courage to, to speak to those individuals in your messaging, your social media, your website, your video, whatever it is, you'll attract people eventually, of course, that aren't the right fit. And if you allow them into your circle, they can affect the overall experience of everyone else. All of us have been in some form of yoga training where there was someone that just wasn't quite the right fit. And they took away from the experience of often those that were around them. And if you do this, your business long enough, and you don't have the courage to speak to you ultimately want to serve, you'll eventually fall out of love with your business. And if I'm being quite frank, that's somewhat what happened with modern yoga teacher for me. And I saw Amber as having almost like being where I was seven years ago, when I started this company, having that passion, if not more. And I knew if it was going to, if modern yoga teacher was going to thrive, if it was going to live on and grow and have that amplified impact, that we needed someone like Amber to be the leader of the organization. So we, there is going to be something coming out soon for, you know, amplified impact, but speak, speak about that briefly, like speak what amplified impact means to you, like the, the, the overall messaging of amplified impact, and then also the program itself. Yeah, so I look at your life being a ripple. You make an impact on your own life through yoga, meditation. For me, it's surfing. Whatever it is that you do, whoever it is that you become, like how did you get where you are? And you see the impact of your life and your story. And how can we amplify that? You be the ripple and then you teach it to someone else. It's like you love helping other people. Now, how can you deliver what it is that's got you to where you are today? Because there's hundreds of you out there, past versions of you. So it's like, what would you tell your younger self? And then you package that together. And that's what I've done in Amplified Impact. It's like, I wish I knew coming out of my yoga teacher training what it was like to be in the online world and what it was like to create courses and really start to show up and amplify the impact that I had through online marketing. I love online because I can be in Costa Rica, I can be in India, I can be in Bali, and I still have connection to my clients. And if they desire to have an in-person experience, they can come to the retreats. So I teach inside of Amplified Impact, like who is it that you wanna serve? How is it that you wanna help them? And what is your method? What is your process? And what are the pillars in, in your life and in your business that have got you to where you are today? And how can you teach that in a transformational experience? We create your online offer. We create the deliverables. Like, what are you going to give them? How are they going to get from where they are today and to where you, they desire to be, where you're going to take them? Like, what is that journey and how are you going to create that? And then I teach like 
a social media marketing strategy that isn't with ads, that is just you showing up and bringing yourself to the online space so that you can attract clients into your world and then how to sell in a way that feels good, in a way that feels aligned to you so that you feel confident in the pricing, you feel confident in the offer. You know that this program is gonna change people's lives because of your own life. And then we just amplify that by bringing people in. And then my favorite part is just celebrating the testimonials of like what happens. I just got one yesterday and I'm like, okay, this is why I do what I do. And it's like, it's hard. I don't know how many times I wanted to quit my business or I question where I'm at. In India, COVID-19 lockdown in April, I was praying and I was just like, is this meant for me? I had been seven months in my business. And I was like, am I supposed to be here? And if I am like, it was the month that my dad died and my grandfather died. I was like, give me a sign. And that was the month that I signed seven clients into my signature program. I made over $20,000 in one month. And I was like, there's the sign, but it's gone downhill, way downhill from there. And then it's gone back up. And, and to really be able to hold the space of like, what is your vision? What is your mission? And what's going to keep you in this for the long-term game? Because, you know, four years ago, I didn't know what it was going to be like, but it's like, it's hard. It's not easy. You have to be devoted. And for me, like I get messages from people. I don't know how you do it, Amber. You're a mom. Like I can't even imagine. And I have a desire to make a big impact. And if you do too, I can show you how to do it where you get to create your life around surfing, or maybe for you, it's your, your baby. And so I teach you all the things that I'm doing in my life and in my business so that you can grow, nurture, and sell to your community in a way that fulfills you. And it doesn't take a lot of time so that you can do things you love. Like yesterday we were planting in the garden and we're playing in the pool and people were still signing up for my program while that was happening. And that is such a gift for me to be like so proud of myself because I worked on that funnel and that process for over seven months. And that's what I love to do with my clients. And so inside Amplified Impact, it's just sharing how you can become all that you are to have more impact time and freedom and really like modern yoga teacher. Why I love modern is because we're not Himalayan yogis where we don't need income. We have to pay the bills. And if you want to stay devoted to study, you have to have money to invest in yourself. So it's like charging for your services is so important. And it's a huge mindset shift I had to make that has allowed me to get here today and you attract people that need to get to where you are. So I've been helping my clients in that. I, there's so many breakthroughs that we have an amplified impact around money and income. And one of my clients, the first round, she enrolled three people into her signature program, making $3,600 in this event. Um, her program is called Back to the Basics. And she teaches people how to drink water, do yoga and eat well. I asked her, she just launched her second round two months ago. And I asked her like, how did you do? And she got six people. And she said, I realized the only person getting in my way of signing more clients in the first round was me. I had to believe in myself, but it took her seeing the impact of the first three. And when she was able to see the evidence of what happened working with her, she was able to then enroll more. I've been there. I get it. And so for me, I'm always attracting same, same. And that's what happens to my clients. That's what happens to us. Like we attract people based upon like what we've been through. And the more that you really hone in on like your gifts and your skills and 
if you're watching this, I teach this, the step-by-step -step method and fully booked, I can send that over to you is like how to really hone in on like, what are the most pivotal points in your life? And how did you get through them? What helped you get there? And that's really going to help you to get clear on who your person is. I mean, I know that everyone has their own opinion around niching and something that I think is like, and I know Ryan taught this in the mastermind was like, it's an old version of who you are. It's an old version of who you were. And so Ryan knows I've created over seven programs since the Live Your Yoga Mentorship. And it's, I'm constantly just teaching based upon what I've learned. And in Amplified Impact, we start with one because you have to understand what it means to really hone in on a message, stick to one thing, what works, what doesn't, so that if you do want to create more programs, you have a system that you can follow the next time you get to the next level in your life and in your business and in your leadership. It's like, okay, what's next? I've gone farther in my life. How can I take my clients to what's next? And for me, yogi is being an entrepreneur accidentally, but it was giving me the skills to take risks in that desire and the freedom to really get to where I am today to be able to be like, okay, this call is ending soon. And I'm going to go be with my son because I've been working all morning. And like, I know he's waiting for me. And that's my vision for Amplified Impact for you, for anyone that joins in. And I, I sent out an email yesterday. I don't know if you've seen it, Ryan, but like on the last call of Amplified Impact, we were all just in tears because of the growth and the transformation that happened. That it was like, I meant to do this. I meant to do this. And that's what I want my clients to feel from their clients is like, this is what I meant to do, but it takes a risk. It's risky. Well, so, so two things, and I think we'll, we'll end on this is that, again, there's so many people out there that are just skeptical that they're like, how can I really do this full time? How is someone going to pay me a thousand, two thousand, three thousand, eight thousand, ten thousand, whatever it is for whatever I create? And you just talked about a client of yours who talked about like drinking water, eating well, and doing yoga. And like people are like, why would anybody spend a thousand or whatever? The reality is, is that often the more that people pay, the more they pay attention, the more value that they see in their minds attached to the price tag that you attach. But unfortunately, as yogis, we often are just trying to charge just the least amount. And guess what? You actually, by charging this least amount, might be taking away from the value of what your clients perceive as your program. And you might actually be taking away from the benefits they'll get because they think there's a lower value and so sometimes they'll put less of an effort, they'll put less of an importance on your actual teachings. And then the other thing I'll, I'll double click on, as you said, like attracts like. This is one of the most important lessons that my business coach told me, he said, be the client you wish to attract. If you want to attract someone who's willing to invest in themselves, you gotta be willing to invest in yourself. If you want someone who's going to leave testimonials for you, you got to be willing to leave testimonials for other people. If you want someone who's going to wake up early, they're going to put forth an effort, they're going to go all in on their business, you got to be that person too. It's not, doesn't make sense that you kind of put forth a little bit of effort, but you attract these amazing clients that, that are not in the same alignment with you. You have to be the client that you wish to attract. And so 
Amber, thank you for, again, being open and just sharing your story. Uh, again, you inspired me today just to, 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 to be courageous, to, to go after what I love, to, to uh, you know, be willing to take on the additional risk. And again, does it get easier with time? Of course it does. But we still have to take risk, whatever stage we are. And in closing, I'll just simply say that we're putting together something super, super special for next week. So be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for it through email. Be on the lookout through social media. You know, Amber and I continue to meet to see what we can put together that's going to honor the stage of, of the modern yoga teacher and to help them make that amplified impact, to be able to reach more people, to change more lives, bring more people to the path of yoga, and ultimately serve your heart. Do what you love. So, Amber, thank you again for your time. Really appreciate you being uh, just sharing your story with us today. Thanks, Ryan. And I just like what you said is like, do it for you first. Do it for you first. All right. We will see you online. Bye. Bye.